Hello, and welcome to Potterween. <laughs> <laughs> You're cute. Are you having fun? Um, yeah. I'm I having, like it. I'm having a good time. I like it. I'm having a good time, too. You all painted up for a crackhead, huh? <laughs> Halloween ain't till manana. Just another Okay, so hi everybody. We are just another movie night. I'm Joe and my wonderful counterpart and best friend and love is right over across from me me yeah that's you oh i like you it. baby i'll take it i'll take and it his name is scott so today we are doing before and after reviews we are going to see the movie smile smile this doesn't sound so nice here's what i i know about this movie not much <laughs> me either i know it that it has the best ad campaign ever um, it really does. It, it does. It's a meme already. It's all over the place. Just people standing in crowds doing a stare into the cameras. So, hey, there's a new horror movie coming out next week. It's called Smile. And you may have seen the commercials. Looks kind of creepy. And you may have also seen this if you're watching <laughs> baseball games over the weekend. Paramount apparently paid for actors to sit behind home plate at big league golf ballparks <laughs> with a big creepy smile on their face the whole time. And they got a lot of camera time because, you know, they're right behind home plate. Some viewers took to Twitter asking what the heck was going on, and it soon became pretty apparent it was some good old-fashioned uh, old viral marketing for the movie. So, Katie, uh, you like this idea? I like it. I think it's creative. And look, they're getting two, three minutes of free airtime right now on Fox 5 talking about this movie. I don't yeah. think I'll be seeing it. I don't like horror movies. Yeah. But um, that's creepy enough to get anyone talking. Right. And I think that was a smart move by whoever their PR team was. I was actually trying to figure out who it was uh, in case we need to hire them for anything. <laughs> It's been incredible. Uh, the only other thing I know about the movie is that it's technically going to be one of those movies where it's like a disease that's being spread. Okay. And uh, the smiling disease. It's going to be a creepy thing where a psychologist is trying to figure out what's going on. Okay. Well, you knew more than me because I didn't even know that. I just know it's kind of like a horror thriller. Mm -hmm. So, you know, naturally a horror thriller. I'm in. Yeah. And, and it is October, so we are ready to boogie. What do you uh, What do you think, good or bad? What is the outcome going to be? Um, I am going to say that this movie is going to be interesting, to say the least. Yeah. I, don't, I can't really say if I think it's going to be good or bad, because I literally don't know a thing about it. Okay. So, so I'm just going to go in with a positive outlook here and say that it's a horror thriller party. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. I'm like, I'm not even cautiously optimistic. I'm, I think it's going to be like, eh. It is be like whatever. Yeah, I yeah. think it's gonna be a little like probably a drag or something. But I hope not. Yeah, I, you know what it reminds me of? There's a movie like Truth or Dare, I think it was, where it was like spreading and everybody was doing that smile thing. Yeah, yeah. I think it's gonna be like that. Oh, and I feel like the concept is almost similar. Yeah, I mean that movie was it wasn't great. It wasn't great. It, it didn't stand you out. Know, no, yeah. it didn't. It was it was something we watched and you know we forgot about it. Yeah. So, so hopefully this one's not like that, but we'll see. So we'll check in with you guys when we get back. Yeah, let's go. 
What is it you like to talk about? My patient. Hi. I know you're nervous. I just want to have a chat. I'm seeing something no one else can see except for me. It's smiling at me. Yesterday, a patient in your care died brutally in front of you. I need to find an explanation for what happened. It's smiling at me. It's smiling at me. cases involving 19 victims with a direct line linking them all together. You said only 19. Why is it that everybody else who's seen it is dead in your life? I've seen it too. You? Get her away from me! How long between each victim's death? None of them survived longer than a week. Today is my fourth day. I am not gonna keep running. I have to face it. How does it make you feel? I'm just really scared that something bad is going to happen. And we're back. And we just saw a smile. <laughs> I figured right you now, would say right something. now, you can't see him, but Scott is literally um, smiling creepily at me. Was I? <laughs> well, I apologize. But it somehow still looks cute. But whatever. <laughs> I have a lot to say about this one. All right, go, go. Oh, then. You want me to start? Yeah, why not? All right, so uh, we got first-time director for like a big picture. I, I haven't seen anything he's done. I think it's all shorts. I'm surprised that they gambled on him. But uh, it's pretty good, especially the first half. There's a really good setup in this. It stars, uh, I want to call her Saucy Bacon. <laughs> it's not Saucy Bacon. I wish it was. It's Saucy Bacon. So, Saucy? Saucy? Saucy. Saucy. Like Susie, but with an O. I'm going to call so, her Saucy Bacon. You can't. That's not nice. I know she's, she's she's saucy. Kevin Bacon and Kira Sedgwick's offspring, daughter. yeah, <laughs> and she looks just like her mother. Um, I don't know, man. She I, I don't, I don't even see... has the uh, the um, what, what's that called? The beauty mark. Yeah, but... the same thing. She, <laughs> I don't want to talk trash about her. No, but uh, I couldn't. She just reminded me, like I kept saying. How is Elliot Page not in this as her sister or brother? Oh, dang. Because they look so similar to me. But you said Guy Pierce. You motioned Guy yeah, Pierce. Yeah, I didn't want to, to me. I didn't want to knock her, but I was like, oh my God, Guy Pierce could have played her father. And I don't know what you're talking about. Kira Sedgwick does not have a beauty mark on her face. I thought she does. No, she doesn't. But she does. But they do have that like, like same lip thing. They have the same lip thing. They have the same eyes. Okay. The same facial structure. But um, otherwise, I mean, I don't. I don't think she's 
Okay, so well, the movie the movie stars her as a therapist who is trying to help people with mental disease. She so happens to get a patient who affects her with something, just like I thought, like a like a disease in a way that gives. Uh, I don't know. The smiling thing just happens, but the problem with the movie for me is there's a really good setup. There's some really good directing. The opening half of the movie and the title card are pretty rad. There's actually some really special stuff going on with the directing and stuff. But the problem with me is the movie has some other actors in it that I think are very miscast and kind of drag it down a little bit. And especially one character in particular is set up and doesn't feel genuine at all. And I'm going to talk about those two actors because Jesse T. Usher, yeah, who, I guess who you're is talking known about as A Train from The Boys, plays her fiance, and he does not seem at all romantically involved with her. He seems very detached from her, almost like they just met. I agree with that. I, I agree 100%. The second he entered the movie, I was like, I don't feel the chemistry between these two people at Doesn't all. Does not seem to work at all. And later on, when it matters, it feels even more detached. Yeah, when it's, when he, it's supposed to actually matter and he's supposed to help her. It, it, Absolutely. It's worse. And then another actor who I constantly want to bring up uh, is Cal Penn, who is known for the Harold and Kumar movies, has disappeared from acting for a while to work in politics. He's made a comeback, and he never doesn't ring comedy to me. I I have a problem with it. There's a scene in this where he's supposed to be, like, freaking out for a second, and it automatically rings comedy. Like, it is very odd. Even when he seems to be worried... It's very com- comedic. He plays her boss in this. Yeah, you know, it took me a moment because he looks in this movie much older. I oh, mean, yeah. I know he's our age, yeah. but still he he looks much older. Is it because the his uh, co-star in Helen Kumar has never aged a day? Well, that's true. John Cho. John Cho has not <laughs> aged. Yeah. Um, yeah, and this, I would say this pr- movie has a very big issue with co-stars the the woman the there's two actors playing her sister and her sister's husband her her brother-in-law they are also like it's not the actors it's the characters written for them they all seem extremely fake and they all seem like assholes yeah i mean they they're just like clichés you know yeah like, everybody treats her like crap they, well yeah, her boss do. means well um he's not bad uh, but yeah, her sister, her her fiance, everybody seems detached from her in a strange way where it makes it feel fake. Yeah, um, but, I agree. And surprisingly, uh, an actress I really like plays her therapist out of the blue in this. Uh, Robin, uh, I'm going to pronounce this probably wrong, but it's Wigger. <laughs> Fun fact, you're wrong. Uh, Robin Wigert, she is known as Calamity Jane on the brilliant... (gasps) Deadwood? Thank you. Okay, but first of all, I didn't recognize her. I didn't know that was her. Yeah. Um, Wow. So I was surprised to see some of these actors and be so underutilized. Um, There's another actor in this, too, who is pretty decent, but he 
has like a weird plot. He uh, plays a detective who seems to have a romantic relationship in the past with the main character, which yeah. never gets really explored or explained. But he's played by Kyle Galliner, who is known as The Flash on Smallville. He's also like a horror movie like all star, he's been in. He was in the remake of uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. He was in he Scream. Was on the, um, the new Scream. He was on The Walking Dead. He, he's he's kind of like out there as being that guy, the horror guy. But I remember him as Flash from Smallville. I, I was trying to pinpoint where I knew him from. He he uh, he's not so bad, especially when he starts becoming a character. It matters a little bit. But he, his plot line is never really explored or developed in a way. You don't really ever get explained of what happened between these two characters. It's just no. kind of subtly hinted at. Um, that's odd. But I would say that the, the movie is pretty decent. And I will say that Saucy Bacon, that's such a great name. Saucy Bacon, <laughs> she, she's really killing it in this. She, she, her she emotion range yeah. is amazing. She does she does it really good. The, uh, she goes she crazy. I feel like someone must have you know had to have given her a Valium at the end of filming this film because she's going through so much emotion doing the movie that I, I was pretty impressed. And the movie really hinges on her because the other characters are so in the weaker aspect. It all hinges on her. Acting. I mean, I feel like she's carrying the movie. She, she is. definitely is carrying the movie. There is another person who also shows up, and I'm, I hope I can figure out who this actor is. But there's another actor who shows up to give one scene, and he's that he's one of those character actors that's in everything. Um, I believe his name is Rob Morgan. He's in uh, uh, the Punisher TV show, uh, the Daredevil TV show. He showed up in all of them. He's the guy, the, the gun runner that keeps showing up in all of the Netflix marvel films he shows up in one scene to almost outact everybody but her okay he yeah. shows up just to scream in a scene where he's like just showing terror and it's pretty damn good especially when everybody else is on the lower side but that is definitely like a a drawback on the whole film when every character feels like an idiot around this one character there's also another detective the the other the the ex-boyfriend's like partner he's in one scene and he just says the dumbest stuff to this yeah. woman it's like typical like interrogation tactics where there's always one cop that is but it's not even necessary in this scene it's they're not. just like hey can you, what happened what was her mental state and they're like oh she's a crazy bro she was crazy like, yeah no come on come on back up dude i mean like, he just says the most say. ridiculous things about just you know people with you know mental health issues and stuff it, it's just like such I, a typical asshole cop felt so strange to me but um i i felt like um yeah i did like Sosi bacon in this i thought she was really good she was um she did that strung out thing like i mean it's, any it's any of good. us any of us would have felt that way i mean you know without spoiling anything this movie had a lot of um creepy creepy elements yeah where they did a couple of jump scares but nothing that like for the most part the scenes that they did show you they were unsuspecting and you didn't know it was coming and they were creepy as hell good placement of scares yeah there are jump scares throughout a lot and they also are playing it with the score but it's not as bad as like something like The Nun that is just constantly telling you jump scare, jump scare, jump oh, scare. Oh, yeah. They, they basically it, tell you when it's coming. Yeah. Some movies definitely need to work 
on jump scares and how they're done. This movie seems to pre like get it really well. Like it knows exactly how to do those jump scares. That being said, I hate CGI. And there's a part where the thing that they're seeing in this movie rips its face a couple times in the movie. And it looks like a CGI skull face, like a dripping face, like a meat face. Yeah. And it, it kind of took me out of it every time it happened because it just looked a little too CGI. Could, would it kill you to do a little bit of special effects? Because like I know... Practical effects. Work. I keep thinking of uh, the new villain in Stranger Things the last season where it looks like a skull monster, you know? Yeah. And it's, it's prosthetics. It looks great, you know? So I just keep thinking, well, back up of the, uh, you know, the CGI a little bit. But uh, otherwise, I would say the other biggest issue I had with this movie is the last 10 to 20 minutes or something around there, that last half stretches a little too long unnecessarily. Yeah, I agree with that. I was going to say it overstayed its welcome. Yeah. And the last 30 minutes, it was like, okay, you can shorten this to 15 minutes. Like, you don't. You don't need to drag this out. It was very draggy the last... Uh, I'm going to go about the last, yeah, 30 yeah. minutes. Yeah, it's an hour and 55 minutes. I just looked up. And it's it definitely di- didn't need to be that. No. It, it could have cut down this last little aspect. It could have been an hour and a half and that would have been fine. They, yeah. they should have wrapped it up when they had that opportunity. The window came. Yeah. They just decided to close the window. Yeah, there's like an over-explaining her childhood in the last couple minutes there that... I was like, okay, we don't really need this. We kind of already understood. Uh, it's one of those times that over-explaining goes a little too far. Yeah. And it's weird because other things feel under-explained. It's, I'm struggling with this one because there are some really... This is more impressive than it had any right to be. Yeah, that's true. Like when I was going in, I had no idea about this movie whatsoever. Yeah. So everything was a big surprise to me in the movie. And so when the crazy creepy things started to happen and i was like yeah yeah there is, this is awesome i know you felt the same way as me because i think we looked at each other like three yeah, or four we times looked at each other and we we're like "Ooh." Yeah. one of those times was a kind of it's not a twist it's kind of a twist that happens at a birthday party that is kind of like holy crap i that can't believe we're going here it was amazing they had it's really, really well done yeah really well done scenes and also you know creep factor 11 with um a lot of the you know certain there's like a lot of shots that you were just like ooh yeah, yeah. <laughs> i mean i was like oh like my eyebrows went up in the theater and i was like oh this is pretty rad i so. I, I don't know if this movie made a lot of money on opening because we weren't able to see it until recently but um I, I could see this being a franchise. Yeah, you know, I feel like they can continue this on. You yeah. know, I think it's it's cool. It's it's like kind of, um, it's definitely horror. Um, it's got a lot of horror aspects, thriller aspects. It'll definitely keep you entertained. I mean, except like we said, there's about 15, 20 minutes that they could have cut out that were just a little draggy, yeah. a little talky. You, you perfectly said it when you said outstanding. Yeah, to, you know, it, like it, it overstated its welcome. welcome yeah. You know, it, it it definitely was. I got a little bit of a yawn at the end. That was like, okay, yeah, let's get, get to it. Um, I just love the. I love that they know exactly what they're doing, and the promotions for this movie are so awesome. Yeah, you know, they're like putting, you know, f- people in in stadiums mm-hmm. and 
zooming in on their faces with the creepy smile. It, I mean, it's it's pretty awesome. It's it, yeah. it's awesome. So I like the way they're kind of promoting this. So I hope people go to see it. Yes. Yeah. So uh, I you know, I was thinking um, one of the questions I wanted to ask you is why did they do it at sporting events? Well, because sporting events are widely seen by most of the population. Yeah, but do horror fans? Watch sporting events. I mean, like some our, horror our, fans do. You know, I mean, we're, I guess. we're just a rare couple of folks here. You know, we don't like sports. We're not into it. Yeah. So you're not going to catch us. You know, waiting for some kind of monumental event to happen at a sporting event. Okay. We won't see it. No, but maybe there you're right. are maybe you're people right. that love sports. Yeah. So that are horror fans that love sports. You know, like our brother-in-law. You know, maybe like, wrestling's not going on because that's a perfect place to do it. Or maybe they already did it and we haven't seen it yeah, yet. Like because wrestling goes. Pretty hand in hand with uh, yeah. a lot of horror fans. So. Like my, my nephew, my you know, I have we have several nephews and stuff that like horror fans that that you know like horror movies. Excuse me, and they love sports. So you know, yeah. it. I guess that's I. If you're gonna try and get someone's attention, the best way to do it is during a big game because yeah. everyone's watching. You I know? wish I did this at a like. A, Trump rallies or uh, political rallies because that would have been so big if they did that. It would have been so funny to yeah. place those people. And I have to look into if they have in other places beyond sports because we've had so many fans of sports like text the pictures to us just like, did you see this? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, it's all over the place. But I wonder if they did it in other areas that didn't get enough play. I wonder too. Yeah. But um, I, I actually enjoyed this movie. Um, aside from it overstaying its welcome by about 20 minutes, I would say that um, overall, I, I enjoyed the acting. I thought that, you know, Sosie Bacon, she carried the movie. She was good in it. She was really good. You felt that she was completely strung out and losing her shit. And then, um, you know, the other side characters were, were okay. Um, I didn't feel any, like we said, any kind of connection between her and anyone else in the movie except for the cop yeah. that she had a yeah. you know relationship with but um otherwise you know i thought this movie was pretty interesting it was fun and it made me lift my eyebrows a couple times so i i want to give yeah. this movie a six i also like seeing uh the director being like uh, such a chance taken on him i have not seen anything else he's done i'm not sure if he has done only shorts uh yeah it looks like only shorts so you know, really good on. I think who was this? Paramount. Um. I think I feel like it was in the opening, maybe. but you know, good on them for taking a chance and doing uh, something a little different, and you know, going out with it. Yeah. And it giving was. it wide release because so many of these movies do not get the wide release that they deserve. Um, yeah, I appreciate this. I yeah. mean, it very well could have just been like released on Shutter or Netflix yeah. or something, but I'm glad they put it out and they're actually trying to market. For it, and um, they're making it a creepy marketing scheme. I feel, I love it. yeah. I I wish more big companies would take a little more gambles. Horror movies make these companies so much money. So taking a gamble on horror movies is always a really smart decision, because these movies don't cost as much as these big blockbusters do. So these movies are good in profit. So they should really give more of these guys like take more chances on more independent directors or more like people with an eye mm -hmm. i love seeing that i think they did that also with the director of lights out they're taking these mm -hmm. gambles and good good on them i want to see more of that and i hope i mean if this is anything to go by this is a good gamble to me yeah um and this could possibly make them a franchise so 
you know. I mean, I hope it does. Yeah. I, I'm also, I'm going to give it a six. I, I was debating because for, for a long chunk of the movie, I was like, this is pretty damn good. Yeah. Um, it, it if it good. wasn't for those side characters, just not being yeah, explored right. There's no connection. Yeah. There's if, no exploration. If they would have just took their time on those characters and made them feel more genuine i think i would have liked this a lot more yeah because i feel like why put those characters in there at all if you're not going to give them any sort of attention or love you know yeah i don't feel like they should have even been in the movie but i I don't think it needed that um that fiance no i don't think they needed a fiance at all like she could have just been a single woman living alone yeah and that could have been it. I mean, there was no connection between the two of them whatsoever. I did not feel like they were in love or whatever. Yeah, they could have but... worked on the ex-boyfriend being a thing. And they could have um, worked on the sister and her relationship a little better and not done the fiance. And maybe this would have been a much bigger and more coherent movie, I think, overall. Yeah. And that would have fixed it. Because right now... There was in that last chunk there. I got a little bored. I'm not gonna lie, and I yeah, I was going. It was backing down more. Yep. But overall, looking at the whole movie, it's a six. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. It's There's a, fun to be. I had. would say go see it because I mean, it was just it was entertaining and and fun. So yeah, yeah. That's I guess we're both giving it six. Yeah. Looks All like right. that's what it is. Party on. All right. Thanks for listening. Have a good one. Robin Weigert. Do we have the correct pronunciation of your name?